What happens when a bunch of nerds contemplate random topics of video games, overanalyze the small details of each and every game, and review games? You get the Gaming Junkies Podcast. Now here's your host, Swiper! Hello everybody and welcome to another mini episode of the Gaming Junkies Podcast. I am your host, Greg, aka Swiper, and today I want to talk about World of Warcraft and PvP. Now, one thing that keeps me coming back to World of Warcraft is the PvP and how flexible it is. It's so easy to just jump in a battleground and even do epic battlegrounds, and we have so many choices, including arenas and even open world PvP, which is awesome. And I love all these aspects of World of Warcraft. I really do. Now, there's been a lot of changes through the expansions, and we've got a lot of different maps, but one thing that we've never gotten is a dedicated zone that is strictly meant for open world PvP, something that is accessible 24-7 and something that is not related to the PvE zones that they create. This would be a zone that is entirely different. And that is what I want to do this podcast on. So before we dive into this new map or this new zone, I want to talk about some of the things that WoW has done over the years that I thought were pretty good and not so good. And the reason why I want to talk about these things is because I feel like the WoW developers were really trying when it came to some of these maps. And what I'm referring to is not exactly the BGs, but what I'm referring to are some of the maps that we got with some expansions and that were in some of the games like Alterac Valley, Wintergrasp, Talbarad, Ashran, and the PvP Islands in BFA. Now, a lot of these maps and designs really looked good on paper and if you followed the rules of how they were supposed to be played they would play out pretty well in my opinion but for example when i see Alterac valley i see a lot of people just running from point a to the end and completely bypassing the pvp now i remember a time when i would participate this with people and and the faction we there would be pvp we would actually fight but it got to a point where people were just rushing to the end and bypassing the fighting and that is just a shame because that map was awesome i love that map and it was a lot of fun when i first played it a few times now another map that you guys are probably going to be like yo this dude's crazy i got bfa for a couple reasons first i thought the expansion was going to be dedicated to pvp and i also loved the 3v3 pvp islands i loved the way they described it in how it was going to be these epic fights, how these NPCs were going to come in and disrupt you while you're trying to fight the enemy and gather this Azerite. And it all sounded so good, like it really did. But when I jumped in, the only thing that people really did was avoid each other and get the Azerite. And they tried not to fight the NPCs if they didn't have to. Because the whole point of that was to get a certain amount of Azerite. And once you got that certain amount, if you beat the other team, you won. And again... It goes back to the execution and, and, and how everything was kind of played out, how the rules are situated. So a good example that I want to use is Wintergrasp. Now, I loved Wintergrasp because when you jumped in, you were either attacking a keep or defending a keep. And the only way to attack this keep successfully was to get siege. And the only way to get siege was to kill the enemy players. And the whole point of this battleground was to take the keep or defend the keep because if you did that successfully you opened up a bg now everything that 
this map stood for, the way you participated, the way you were forced to kind of play in it and, and participate and win all made sense. It all made sense on paper and through the execution. And the motivation was there to win. Now, this was a really good example of where I thought Blizzard was like spot on point. Now, maybe they stole some of their ideas from Dark Age of Camelot and maybe some other games, but it was a really fun map and it's something that I truly loved. And I think we can take some of those principles from Wintergrasp and some from other games like Dark Age of Camelot and Elder Scrolls Online and kind of bring them all together and make an end game zone dedicated to the PvP player. This brings me back to my question. Can the WoW team make this happen? I personally feel like they can, especially if they keep it simple and don't try and overcomplicate things. First off, let's go back to the PvP gear system and the PvE gear system and make them separate. This allows two separate progression systems that are not connected to each other. Meaning if you want to progress in PvP, you PvP. If you want to progress in PvE, you PvE. Let's face it, if it's quicker to get gear in PvE that you can use in PvP, then why bother PvPing? Why not get your max gear in PvE and then stomp anyone who chooses otherwise? A perfect example of this. As soon as I hit max level in BFA, I started to do BGs right away. Huge mistake. There's no contest. I had to have better gear to just simply stay alive for more than three seconds. So I started to look at what I could do in PvE versus PvP, and it was much quicker to get gear doing PvE. I mean, I could simply just run a couple Mythic Pluses, get some gear, and within weeks, I was ready to PvP. And that is a shame, right? I mean, we're talking about choosing a path of the least resistance, right? What player isn't going to do that? Second, WoW needs to create a specific zone not tied to an expansion, but a zone that is meant for endgame PvP. This specific zone won't be tied to an expansion and it won't be tied down to a specific level where you can outlevel it. It is strictly endgame no matter what state WoW is in. So for example, Shadowlands were going from 50 to 60. 60 would be endgame. So 60 in Shadowlands would be the level where this stops at. Now let's say another expansion comes out and raises the level cap to 70. Well, this map would just kind of transition into that. So the level cap would then be 70. So therefore, no matter what happens to WoW, this zone is always relevant and they just don't put it on the back burner and throw it in as an epic battleground or something like that. Let's face it, guys. Right now, what is the real reason why you're joining battlegrounds to this day? Is it to get gear? Well, for me personally, it's not because I'm getting my gear in PvE, as I stated just before. Maybe cosmetics? Eh. Maybe a mount or two? Yeah, maybe, but it's not really a focus because there's so many other mounts outside of PvP that are better, in my opinion. So, I mean, what is the real reason why I do it? Well, for me, it's kind of just for fun. But after a while, that just for fun kind of becomes boring and I end up doing something else. And that is where my problem lies with World of Warcraft when it comes to BGs. Now, how I envision this PvP zone fixing this is first, we need to bring back the BGs. We need to make them useful. We need to make them something that people want to do because they're going to progress. So let's talk about progression in Battlegrounds. 
Let's use Battlegrounds as a point of entry, meaning you need to go through the Battlegrounds to get enough gear to enter the new zone. Now, let's make this simple. Let's have two sets of gear. The first set you can earn by doing BGs. The second set you can earn on the new open world PVP strict zone. But before we go to the zone, let's finish up with BGs. So let's say you want to participate in BGs and get PVP gear. The best way I can think of, or the easiest way I can think of, is a system that WoW used a while back with tokens. And tokens can be earned by either winning battlegrounds or doing daily slash weekly quests that are offered that are strictly meant for PvP battlegrounds. So for example, let's say you're doing a capture the flag map. Let's say one of the dailies is capture the flag five times today. And then when you complete that quest, when you capture that flag five times, you can go to the NPC and say, hey, I did my quest, and you get a certain amount of tokens for that. And let's make certain quests in certain battleground maps. So since we have different ones like capture the flag or hold this point or gather orbs and keep the orbs as long as possible, let's make quests that are tailored around these objectives so players actually want to do the objectives and they're less likely to troll and less likely to AFK. Now, of course, we can add other quests like kill 25 enemies, kill 50 enemies, whatever you want to put in there. But really, we should have a focus on quests that go towards objectives. Okay, let's fast forward. Let's say you have enough tokens now to purchase a full set of PvP gear. Done, right? Hell no. Dude, we just getting started, baby. All right, we're done with that. We're done with that. So now that you have your first tier set, let's unlock the new PvP zone and let's make sure that nobody can enter this PvP zone without having the first tier set. By having this tier set required, this is forcing people to want to go into BGs at max level and start their progression. This is giving them something to work towards so this way they can go to the next level. To me, this is kind of like running regular dungeons in PvE and then eventually moving your way to harder dungeons in PvE. This is forming a natural progression system in which all of us that are PvPers can follow. So why the hell are you going to want to spend a majority of your time in this endgame zone? And... What's the purpose of it? So first, let's go back to a little map called Wintergrasp. And let's remember the mechanic behind Wintergrasp. By owning a keep, you unlock a dungeon that offers gear. The only way to own this dungeon is by owning the keep. And the only way to own the keep is by successfully defending it or successfully attacking and then controlling it. So let's take that idea and expand on it and also steal some other ideas from other games. First, let's look at this map as a whole. Each faction will have three main keeps, and each faction will also have three main towers. There's also going to be three crystals on the map. The goal is to control all three crystals. Each crystal will offer a PvP-wide buff per spec in World of Warcraft. Since there's three specs in this game, it's only fitting to give a bonus to specs basically to make things easier to balance and to keep things less complicated. 
So the best example I can give you is that let's say you're capturing Crystal A and Crystal A is the tank spec. You finally get Crystal A, you bring it back to your keep, you set it on the throne or whatever, and this generates a basic like HP buff, maybe 5%, 3%, or a resistance to damage buff by 5 or 3% to anybody that is in tank spec. Meaning if you're a mage, you're not going to get this buff because you can't tank as a mage. And let's make this buff go across your server. Essentially, make it so anybody that's participating in BGs in your faction on your server is getting this buff. So therefore, by capturing this crystal, you're not only helping yourself, depending on what crystal it is and what spec you are, you're also helping out your faction. And think about this. This trickle-down effect will benefit you because you'll have people in BGs that can't enter this new zone that will get a little bit extra help because you're fighting for these crystals and you're giving them these little buffs that maybe will save them or help them kill somebody or help them keep the flag a little bit longer to complete those dailies and weeklies. Now, what do you get if you own all three crystals? Well, you get all three buffs for your faction and your server. But now you're going to unlock a dungeon that only you can access because you have all three crystals. And what this dungeon essentially is going to do is offer you the best in slot PVP gear or the number two tier set that I was talking about earlier. And the only way you can enter and keep this dungeon is if you hold all three crystals. This means that not everybody can leave and go into this dungeon because if that happens, the opposing faction is going to come in, take the crystals and basically take your access away. So just thinking about the design of this map, thinking about the rules and what it looks like on paper, it sounds really good in my opinion. And I don't think there is a lot of really counterplay to this. I mean, there's no really capture swapping and things like that because no matter what, you need to have the crystals to open this dungeon. You know, you're not really fighting for experience. You're kind of fighting for the buffs and the gear. So you're not like really, you know, swapping out keeps for experience like i've seen in other games i think this system could work out really well now there are a lot of problems with this first when you look at this and you look at what other games have done with strict strict pvp like castle sieges and things like that the design is going to be huge you know how travel works is going to be huge how siege work works is going to be huge and also the server stability can WoW servers really handle this? Do you set a limit of how many people can enter? And if you do that, what about all the people that want to join that can't join? I could see that there could be a lot of concerns and problems for this map or this type of zone. But I think this idea, at least the idea or, or the thought behind it, is a really good idea. And I'm really interested to see what you guys think. Do you guys think this is a good idea? Do you have any ideas to float off this? Do you think this is a complete disaster and it'll never work? You know, let me know because when I play World of Warcraft, I really enjoy the PvP and over the years, it's kind of changed. Let's face it, it's really changed and it honestly got me to start doing Mythic Pluses and other things that I've, you know, learned to enjoy, but sometimes PvP just feels a little lackluster and I like arenas, but I, I don't love them. I prefer Battlegrounds. I prefer where there are points of interest that you have to take or defend and I like fighting over points and I like having an objective 
rather than just always killing people here. Don't get me wrong, it's fun, but adding an objective here and there and making it more of an obje objective-based game always makes it a little bit more fun for me. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Let me know what you think of this video and let me know your thoughts. Everybody have a good day. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Gaming Junkies podcast. If you enjoyed the show, think about subscribing. And if you'd like to support us, give us a rating on Apple Podcast 